Hey, I'm Grant with Grant's Game Rex. Happy to be back on Rado's channel. You didn't see one of these Grant's greatest games last month because I was traveling for most of May. I went to Ireland, Iceland, Scotland. It was incredible. I brought a bunch of games with me. I even convinced some Germans to play games with me in a bar one night. So, you know, I was still having a fun time playing games in Europe. But I got back at the beginning of June and now we're into convention season. So I'm still traveling a ton right now. I was at Origins Game Fair this past weekend. I was at RageCon in Reno. I'll be at Gem State Gaming Convention coming up this weekend. I'll be at the Level Up Retreat. I'll be at Gen Con. I'll be at the World Series of Board Games. So jumping right back into the world of board games full swing. I ended up playing 24 uh, games for the first time in the month of June. And these are my top five. I do this every month where I run through the top five games I have played. And it's a lot of fun because games are fun. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. My number five is Blob Party, and Blob Party actually comes out later in July, but I got a chance to play it a bunch of times at Origins Game Fair. It was kind of like our late night go-to game at Origins. I played it maybe three different nights I was there. One of the best things about it is it is a very good large group game. You know, it it's four to eight players on the box, but it's just component limited. You can play it with a lot more than that as long as you have some you know, pens and paper or dry erase markers and extra dry erase boards. And honestly, I think it's a shame that there's only eight players in the box because it really shines at more than that. I think we played one night, we played it with like 15 people. One night we played it with like 19 people and it works really well for a big group. Blob Party will be one of my go-to recommendations when someone asks, like, what's a game I can play with 20 different people? Blob Party. So in the game, the way it works is you reveal two different cards, and then you have to write a one-word response to those two cards. So maybe it's like fictional pet. You know, what's a fictional pet? Are you going to write Lassie, or are you going to write something from, like, The Secret Life of Pets? There's a lot of options. Anybody that writes the same answer becomes part of a blob together. And now, in future rounds, they have to collectively come up with an answer. Each blob piece comes up with one answer. And the goal is to get everybody into the same blob by the end of the game. And so it's one of those party games that has like, it's really social, it has a bunch of trash talking. You know, there was a night where um, there were like 15 people in a blob and just me and one other person were stuck together and we couldn't get into the blob. And they were all like, what are you doing? What are you writing over there? And we're like, what are you writing? We're writing the right stuff. You're writing wrong stuff over there. Write what we write. You know, and it's, so it's, it's, it's very social for a big group of people. So if you like silly, fun party games, then Blob Party is definitely worth checking out. You know, it's one of those games that you could do use for like 
big group gatherings, like family gatherings, anytime you're home for the holidays, right? The rule set is really simple and it's social and memorable for everybody to play. My number four game of June was Fairies from Forbidden Games. This just finished its Kickstarter campaign. It was successful and it will be open for late pledges if you are interested in it. Fairies is a sort of weird mix of a bunch of different mechanisms. And when I first heard it, I was skeptical, but they all work really well together. This game has tile laying. This game has deck building. This game has area control. This game has hand management. All of those different stuff come together in a very satisfying and fun game. You will be taking actions. Um, there are one of there are five actions you can pick from, and when you choose an action, every other player gets to do that action as well. That's a thing that we're starting to see in more games right now, and I am here for it because who needs downtime? I don't want downtime. I don't want to just sit around while you take five minutes to figure out what to do on your turn, Greg. Hurry up, Greg. You're always taking forever, Greg. You know, this, everybody gets to do stuff at the same time. It keeps it moving and it keeps you engaged uh, throughout the game. And different actions correspond to things like where you can put cubes into areas for the area control. You can take tiles and then you are building your own garden path. You are building your own garden board with these polyomino tiles and you'll score points for the way tiles are placed at the end of the game. You can get card upgrades so that you can, you know, there's a deck building aspect of it where I can get better cards and build up my deck so I can do actions like adding more stuff to my garden or, or adding more cubes to the area control. All of that sort of stuff. And again, all of those dis different mechanisms work quite well together. This is from the same people that did Raccoon Tycoon. I love the game Raccoon Tycoon. And this, while it plays differently, it's certainly not the same game at all, it hits some of the same high notes for me. Both Fairies and Raccoon Tycoon are games that have a lot of strategy, but they play in an hour or less, and they're quite easy to teach. I feel like I can teach this game to people in five minutes, and yet there's a lot of replayability and a lot of strategy to keep coming back to, and I like that ratio of easy to teach, but still fun strategic game, fairies. My number three is Glom. This is another party game, but most party games sort of fall into either the category of like silly and funny or thinky. That's the way I delineate a lot of party games. You know, a game like Codenames or Decrypto or Wavelength are those more thinky party games, you know, whereas like Telestrations, Monstrosity, things like that are this sort of silly and funny party game. Well, Glom is one of the unique party games that I think actually fits both. It is both silly and funny and also very thoughtful at times. And I really like that combination. It feels very unique in the world of party games to me. The way the game works is you reveal a phrase. Um, it's just a phrase that everybody has heard of, you know, uh, the cat's out of the bag or something like that. Then you reveal a rule and then you reveal a goal. A rule is a restriction, like 
you have to rewrite that phrase using no words with the letter A in them. Or you have to rewrite the phrase using um, the, you know, words that begin with um, consonants or things like that. It's just a restriction. And then the goal is something you're trying to accomplish with the new phrase that you've written. And so there is an objective winner to every round. It's not like voting or anything like that. It is, did you accomplish the rule? And if you accomplished the rule, who did the goal the best? Who, who either used the most words that end in the letter E or, you know, something who used the fewest letters in their new phrase, something like that. And so you're like, well, you did it better than I did. And the, the rewriting of the phrase, also, I don't think I mentioned, you can't use any of the words in the original phrase in your new phrase. So it has to be all different words and it has to follow the, the, the new rule and it has to meet a goal. And that part of the game, when everybody is sort of rewriting the phrase, is legitimately thinky and hard. It's like, man, what word can I use that would be better in this situation than that word and would accomplish the, the, the goal uh, more effectively? And so there's a three-minute timer, and everybody is really thinking a lot on how to accomplish rewriting this phrase. Um, and so it has that thinky aspect to it. But then when everybody reads off their new phrases, it's super silly and funny. It's really fun to see what people came up with. And oftentimes it is really hilarious what they came up with. Like here, this is from a game I played and I'll read you a few of the things that I came up with. Um, you know, okay, for the uh, let the cat, um, or no, what? so how about this one? Uh, this, the, the original phrase in this was, uh, do you want a mint? And I wrote, would my friend desire the refreshing cube from my pocket for your breath? Uh, or how about the phrase, uh, a watched pot never boils. I rewrote that as, if you look at the ample receptacle, it will not allow for water bubbles and will idle cold. Or how about the phrase, let's be friends? I just wrote, I want you in my life heterosexually. My number two is Disney Animated from Funko Games. This is a cooperative game with a very accessible theme and the gameplay is, it's welcoming, but there's also enough meatiness to the strategy that I think this will appeal to both gamers and non-gamers alike. In the game, everybody plays as Disney animators and you are trying to finish your classic Disney films before the deadline. And there are villains from the movies that will be messing you up and advancing the deadline and, and trying to make you lose the game. And it's legitimately a challenge. I have lost just as many games as I have won of this. It's not a walk in the park, you know? Um, I really love the production value and the look of it is certainly something that brings you into the game. It's something that will get everybody excited about this game. Because one of the ways that you're finishing the, the films in front of you, you have to put down these polyomino tiles 
and then finish your background and then you have to get these certain paint tokens and then you lay these clear character cards over your background so it's literally like you're painting your character on your background and it just looks super cool and it's really satisfying when you get your characters down in front of you and you're like that's Aladdin I got Aladdin I got Jasmine it looks great I love this the game works like um there are five spots and there are action tiles on those spots and when you choose one of the action tiles you get to do that action at the power of the spot you took it from so let's say background is at number four well i'm selecting that i get to pick polyomino tiles that fill up four grid spaces on my background board so i need to fill out my background before i can paint the characters onto it well, that's pretty good. I just filled four of the spots right now by choosing that action. But once you pick the action, it then moves to the bottom spot. So now it is a power of one. So if, my, if the next player in turn order was to also pick background, they could only fill one of their spots instead of four like I just did. And so it is certainly an efficiency puzzle where you are constantly talking about like, what do you need to do on your turn? Maybe I pick this to make that action more valuable for you. What do I need to do? Let's figure out how to, you know, use efficient actions on our turn. And I really like, it's a very simple thing just having these action tiles in these power spaces, but it's really, you know, it makes the game challenging where you like really have to work out the puzzle of how we can be most efficient with our turns because the game really often does come down to right at the end, you're going to win or lose. So if you made a bad choice earlier on in the game, you can be punished for it. You know, there was one game I was playing where it came down to we all finished our movies except for one player and he needed two specific cards to be able to finish his movie. And um, so he didn't have those cards. We didn't have a way to get to him, but he did have a way to draw two cards from the deck. So it was like either we draw those two cards and we win or we don't draw those two cards and we lose and he drew them and got one of the two. So we lost the game by one card, you know, and it just I love that that tension feels, you know, in the game the whole time, right? You're like, ah, we got to get it together because the deadline's advancing. Screw you, Jafar. You keep making it worse for us. You know, so again, if you like cooperative games, I think Disney Animated is really fun. And my number one game of June was Marvel Zombies from Spin Master and Simon. This is another cooperative game. I was feeling very cooperative in June, apparently. I got back from Europe and I was like, let's all work together, please. <laughs> but I, uh, this is an epic cooperative game. Many of you probably already know about this game. It is in the Zombicide world. There are a lot of different versions of Zombicide. And in this version, you play as the zombified versions of a bunch of Marvel superheroes. You are Zombie Hulk. You are Zombie Deadpool. You are Z Zombie Captain Marvel. And you are 
trying to accomplish various different missions and fighting and eating, you know, other superheroes and regular people and S.H.I.E.L.D. agents along the way. It's very satisfying to be the zombies, you know, you get to be the bad guys in this game and try to eat regular people. I don't know, it's the, it's the first zombie, uh, I mean, zombicide game that where you can play as the zombies and I just, it's really satisfying to do that. One of the things I really like about the game is there are a bunch of different scenarios that come with their, each come with their own missions, but it's not a campaign game. This is not a game where you have to struggle to get the same people back to the table week in and week out. It's impossible for me to do that, so I don't end up playing that many campaign games. But this, you know, you can pick the scenario you want to play, and there are scenarios that are easier, there are scenarios that are harder, so there's a lot of replayability in that way. I'm playing with somebody new, I'm gonna pick an easy scenario. I'm playing with somebody that knows the system well, well, let's have a challenge, you know? It's easy to do that. And, you know, all of the different scenarios have their own sort of lengths too, right? And there might be a scenario where I'm like, we could do this in 45 minutes, or hey, we need more than like two hours to finish this one. I like that. It, you know, it stays customizable like that. It also feels very epic on the table, right? Uh, most of the Zombicide games, a lot of Simon games, come with incredible miniatures, and this is no uh, difference. The miniatures look awesome, and there are a lot of them. You want a game with miniatures? Here you go. You got as much as you could ask for. So if you like cooperative games, this is also a real challenge. You know, we were talking about Disney Animated, you can lose a bunch. You're also going to lose at this a bunch too. But it's okay because even when you lose a game, you're like, yeah, but I still ate Spider-Man. <laughs> I might have lost, but I <laughs> Spider-Man was juicy, you know? I, I just, like, there are wins within the game even when you lose it at the end. So it's not like wildly frustrating or dissatisfying when you lose a game of Marvel Zombies. So those are my top five games of June. Thanks so much for having me on the channel. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Rado's always putting out great stuff, so make sure to check his videos and feel free to come over to my channel too. I'm putting out content all the time. You got shorts, you got coming to retail videos, all of that sort of stuff over on my channel. So thanks so much for having me. I'm Grant with Grant's Game Rex.